You're listening to the Sex, Lies and Improvisation podcast. Each episode, we share an unedited recording of one of our live shows. Then we discuss what the hell happened on stage from an improviser's point of view. characters, the dialogue, the plot are all being created in the moment, inspired by the fact that Rachel hates my friends so much that every time we hang out with them, she wears a butt plug to make it more interesting. Entertaining. 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 Okay. Are you you ready to start doing a show? If you get worried at any point. We are happily married <laughs> to other people. <laughs> this is Sex Lives Improvisation. <laughs> that was a good night. Yep. Yeah. God, Martin's just so fucking funny, isn't he? Oh my god, yeah, he's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I really love it when he downs a whole pint of cider and then burps the alphabet. I can't believe he can still do it. (laughs) How long has he been doing it for? Since he was like seven. (laughs) Not not cider. Or like lemonade. Yeah, lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade. Lilt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you alright? <laughs> You've been squirming all evening, is your back okay? Can you see the osteopath again? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> so, how much do you have to drink? Um, yeah, I do feel a bit pissed, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like how pissed? I think it was those those shots that did me off. I hate Sambuca. Fucking hell, when did you have shots? Well, you went to the toilet for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did a massive poo. <laughs> you didn't need to know that. No. <laughs> sorry. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I, I would have saved you a shot, but... but Phil did both of them. It's fine, I don't need to have a shot. Um, I just have a really good time yeah. without Sambuca. <laughs> you know, Probably for the best. everyone needs something to give them a little... <laughs> yeah. And I guess you guys. But I didn't realise you were having Sambuca, because I know what you get like when you've drunk too much. Hey! 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 Hey. 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 Mm. 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 Don't have to make that noise. (laughs) 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 So, Alex plays rugby. And I really, really like rugby. Like, I find it really, you know, it's exhilarating, it's fun, it's really raw, it's really violent. I love it. It's just a shame most of the men who play it total pricks. And when when they get together, it's this competition to be the most manly. So that's why I wear the butt plug. <laughs> because I know none of them can hack it. But they would like 
not know if they should hack it or if that would be too manly or be too womanly. It would be, oh my god, it might be gay. Oh, they're such bellends. I really, really detest them. And when Alex and I got together, like, I kind of thought, okay, he'll grow out of this crap, right? Um, but not so far. So that's why, I mean, I've actually got quite a few now. <laughs> and what I didn't re so when I started doing it, um, I didn't realise what a you know an industry it is. But there's some great variations, and I I actually keep a spreadsheet <laughs> just to track the results, and then I feed that back to the companies that make them, <laughs> which is just increases the fun, really. <laughs> but the thing is, it just always you know gets me quite hot, and then, oh, and then I have to shag him even when he's been a dick. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, I thought I'd do a bolognese for tea, is that okay? Oh yes, you're a star. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, no that's good, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been a busy day, you know. Yeah? Yeah, okay. it's been a long one. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. What do you want to do this evening? Um, well, we could like go to the theatre. Yeah? Yeah, great. What's on? Um, a play. I don't know. I didn't look. I just thought it would be nice because, you know, we, we, we go out with the lads yeah, quite yeah. a lot. And like, I thought it would be nice to do something a little bit more... Yeah. Cultured, great. You know? Yeah. Hey. You will have to explain what happened to me at the end, but I will go to the theatre. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my god. No, I understand. I don't know if you're kidding, really. No, I want to go. Okay, great. Hey, hey, I can be cultured. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Rugby. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Okay, yeah. cool. How's work? The problem with working with Chinese companies is like just the communication barrier, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and it's not even like language, it's like cultural. You know, they want, they want to like, you know, promise everything, even though like all we want is like a straight answer about like, can you do this in this time frame? And it's always yes. They're always just saying yes, even if it's completely impossible. You have to read between the lines and like really dig into them. If you just feel like a dick going like, I feel like I'm trying to interrogate someone. Mm. But it's really stressful. Yeah, and I keep saying like, we should just switch to like, you know, more European manufacturing or something, you know. But but then it's you know cash flow. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Sorry, it's it's dull. It's dull. How was your day? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I sold another house. Fucking hell, that's amazing! I mean, obviously, it doesn't come through until it comes through. You know, but that's like what? That's. Does that four this month? Yeah. <sighs> God, you are brilliant. Yeah, and I think, I really do think this one is going to go through because she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. Get in. There's a clock. There's a clock. There's a ticking clock. 
anxious, she's worried. Uh. <laughs> Nothing better, honestly. <laughs> so good. So you want some right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was also thinking, um, sit down and eat and I'll, I'll say, like, is it time for us to be a little bit more adventurous in the bedroom? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> We're gonna say, is it time for us to have a baby? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but no to that, apparently. Well, I, I don't know. I'd not thought about it. Like I think about it, but but you know, it's, it's kind of like saying, like you know, if someone says, oh, you know, you know, when you get, you know, when you get an email from the dentist and they're like, it's been eighteen months since you had a checkup, you're like, yes, you're right, but. If the dentist said it's been 18 months since you've had a checkup, so we're going to Alton Towers! <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just picturing you having dentistry on the big one. Um, <laughs> the smiler. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> big one's in Blackpool, anyway, isn't it? So. What do you want to. What, what do you want to do? do? What do I want to do? What do you want to do? You brought it up. No, you brought it up. What do you want to do? You brought it up. You first. I want to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you? Do you? Lots of lube. <laughs> That's such a good idea. <coughs> I can't think of any other advice that might be relevant, really. <laughs> but then you don't know. Who would you, you ask? <laughs> Chat GBT? <laughs> Do you still want to go to the theatre? I mean, sorry. girls like Rachel do not just grow on trees, right? She's one in a fucking million. Like, what kind of girl makes you bolognese <laughs> and then goes, hey, I was wondering, would you really like to stick it in my bomb? <laughs> but it's... She's just... She's just, she's just game for anything, you know? She's so much fun. Like, and she's so smart. And she's so 
good at so many things. Like, everything she does is, like, effortless. And I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but, like, I kind of expected when she said, do you want to have anal sex, that there was going to be, like, a lot of build-up to that point. <laughs> but, I mean, she made that look pretty easy as well. God, I love her. <sighs> hey. hey. <laughs> Never heard you make those noises. <laughs> it's amazing. assume it was good for you like did it did it live up to your your expectations yeah 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 I've, I've, I've wanted that for some time <laughs> fuck I love you <laughs> no really I mean you're you're amazing you know that Alex you are you know I I don't know if now's the right time, you know, career-wise, like life-wise, but I do want to have kids with you one day. <clears throat> you know, I can't think of anyone else I'd rather... We've been doing it all wrong, if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a teenager, the advice was, someone tells you they love you before you have sex with them, then it's just a lie to get you into bed. <clears throat> right. But if they say it after they've taken you up the arse, then they mean it. <laughs> I'm adding a couple of words. <laughs> I love you too. So is there anything you want? Well, I know you, how, how do you feel about like, um, being spanked? Hmm. We don't say yes. I don't know. What's the, um, what's the, um... Well... What's the inspiration? Well... <laughs> maybe you've been a... Naughty... <laughs> naughty girl? <laughs> Have I? <laughs> No, no, you haven't. Okay. No, no, no. No, okay. But like maybe, maybe in the inspiration, uh -huh. 
Maybe you had been a naughty girl. Oh. So it's and you all... Weren't... It's all play. It's all pretend. There's no, like... You secretly want to be really violent, so that's socially unacceptable. No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. It's just like I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm I sorry. Know. I don't want to know. I want. I it's it's weird, isn't it? It's really it. weird. It's so weird. Think how it feels wanting it up the bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say it for months, and look how good it is. <laughs> well, yeah. So you should. I understand that it's hard, but I want you to yeah. feel like you can say it. Yeah, yeah? Well, I, I don't know what okay. I don't know what it is about. It. I no, don't know. Okay. I just it's. You just. It, it's just kind of. Well, I like bums. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like. I like touching your bum. <laughs> and then it's. I don't know. It's just like having it. Uh, there's something kind of like, like I'm in charge, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So you don't want me to spank you? Or do you? No. You <laughs> said No, okay. No. Do you want to spank me? Do you know what I was thinking of suggesting? And like... You know, just a suggestion. What if we went up your bum? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I. Well, hear you don't have a. This pro. No. <laughs> You've noticed. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I've heard. What, like a um, yeah, there's products, I hear, <laughs> that some people... Oh, I thought you meant like a finger, sell. like... Oh, we could... Well, we could start with a finger, but you might like it if um, I bought us some bum toys. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, I just feel really self-conscious suddenly standing here with nothing on. Yeah, um... <laughs> Let's, um, let's mull it over. Okay, well, I can get us some... Um, well, um... Things to... Well... Bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So because I've got this really great uh, relationship with the Love Honey website... <laughs> I know... <laughs> <laughs> Because I think it is good to ask for advice in these situations because you don't know what you don't know and, you know, it's their job. Um, and I don't want to take their job away. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I emailed them for advice on the spanking and because I'm this really great client and I write a bunch of really helpful, informative reviews about <laughs> uh, they sent me loads of spanking devices for free. <laughs> I was like, get in. 
in because some of them were pretty expensive actually but I, yeah so I was really pleased to get them for free um, and then we had to try them all what the hell is the matter with you I don't know <laughs> Anybody who buys anything ever has an account, don't they? Sorry. 
I have a I have a good relationship with a website. That does things. God, that sounds worse, doesn't it? A relationship with a, with a, a, I have a sex toy website. A sex toy website and I have a strong relationship because I've bought loads of stuff from them and so they sent me stuff for free because they like me because I like it up the bum. Right. <laughs> Do you want to see? Not my bum, the toys. <laughs> Is your bum okay? Can't go back to the osteopaths for a while, can I? <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. No, I... I was an idiot, I'm sorry. How many toys <laughs> do you own for your butt? <laughs> <laughs> So they're like in a box in the back of the wardrobe. Alright. That's the first box. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd think I was the kind of girl who has loads of shoes. Cause I did think you had loads of shoes. That's what girls are like, right? <laughs> But I don't keep the shoe boxes for shoes, so I don't really know why people do that, because shoes just, just go in a heap at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> so the shoe boxes, I mean, I just don't have anywhere else to put this one. <laughs> right, okay. Why do you need so many? Um, they're just different in their own special ways. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. What some people get wrong is they don't realise they have to have flared bases <laughs> because otherwise they could right. Right. Yeah. And that's hell. A and okay. Yeah. Just nobody wants that, do they? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> that happened to Martin once. <laughs> what was it? It was a carrot. Oh. <laughs> when we went to Munich. Yes. <laughs> Such a Yeah. Yeah, it was really awkward try, trying to explain it to like German A and E. What? You were there? Did yeah. You put it up No, there? no, he put it up there. Why? It was a dare. I, you were all I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't dare him. So you've been putting things up Martin's bum and not. I've not put I didn't put anything on Martin's bum. I didn't put anything on Martin's bum. Martin put it up his bum. I just took him to A and E. I ended up waiting in it because uh, I was the least pissed at the time. Because I had the, the hotel key. I feel like that's trumped what I was actually trying to say. Sorry, yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you so really. My point really... is they're great. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> I really, really think you should try them. Um. Like, um, this <laughs> really little one. 
like began at Stasis, kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I really love the colours on this one. I just think like, it's so cool to think of all those colours. <laughs> I'll I'll try the little one. I I owe you. <laughs> and and look, um, if you if you I I I trust you. You know, if you think it's it's yeah. I I mean I I'm I'll I'll try it. <laughs> Do you not have to be kind of like horny first? <laughs> let's let's do it tomorrow or something. Yeah, not tonight. I think we could both just let's let's just have a beer and and like. Yeah. Two on. <laughs> I. I didn't want to put anything in my bum. <laughs> Alright? Not, not, I don't, have any, don't have a problem with anyone who does, but I didn't want to put anything in my bum. Really. I never thought about it. Kind of feels a bit gross. But, Rachel said she thought I should try it, and I felt bad, and, and I was like, okay, well, uh, fine, and it, it, went in easily enough. You know, it was pretty small. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? And she was like, well, you just wear it. <laughs> Around. <laughs> and, and, you, and you, you know, I... I, I, I tried it for a bit, and I was like, all right, okay, I, I can see. And then we had sex while I was wearing it, and she was wearing one, and it was like, oh, right, okay, I see why this is a thing. And that was fine. That was that was quite fun. All right, I learned something. And then two weeks later, <laughs> I'm out at the pub. Martin turns to me and he goes, "Hey, so uh, how's your bum hole?" I was like, "Fuck you, what about?" He was like, "Well, you know, I've heard you uh, you've branched out." So what the fuck are you on about? He was like, mate, your girlfriend uses her own name as a reviewer on the Love Honey fucking website and our postcode! And wrote reams <laughs> about 
how her boyfriend loved this new experience. How it made him feel like a new man. Fuck, I didn't realise it came through like that because there's like a form, an online form that I fill in and I was just putting in my details because those are my details. I didn't realise it came through like that. I never bothered to like read what I've written because I wrote it. Oh, shit. Oh, Alex, I'm so... Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Don't fucking laugh at me. Oh, I'm such a dick. I'm You're so such sorry. a dick. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh no. Oh God. I, what was he like? What did he say? He. I mean, I left. Oh dear. Well, I. Oh, fuck me. I. I was that. I, I just, I just said I felt sick and left. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. Do you know maybe this is for the best? How could it be for the best? Well, now you don't have to hang out with him anymore. <laughs> what are you all about? It's my best friend. <laughs> well, I know, like. You've known each other a long time and you've like played a lot of matches together and that's like a great bond and everything, but it's a bit like... It's a bit what? I mean, you don't actually like him. Of course I like him. He's my best mate. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I... I... don't. What? Why not? Because he's the kind of guy who gets so drunk he shoves a carrot up his ass. <laughs> because he's a rugger bugger. Because he's got cauliflower ears and cauliflower for a brain. Because he's never lets you finish a sentence. Because he doesn't really care about you at all. He's always taking the piss out of you. Because he took the piss out of you for this, didn't he? Of course he did. Of course he did. Well, it's not of course. Why does it have to be of course? Why couldn't he just have a quiet word? Why does it have to be a big fucking thing? He, he's my best friend. We grew up together. We were, we didn't have really any other friends for like five years when we first met. He's like a brother to me. You know the, you know the, the, the scar I've got down here? Was that him? No, no, that's when I fell in a fucking ice cold lake when I was 14 and he pulled me out. And I cut myself on the on the like shard of ice. He saved my life. He's and he, you've known him for for like four years, and you don't like him. Of course, he took the piss out of me. Of course, he does. No, that's of course. that's that's who he is. That's who we are. Yeah, and that's 
I took the piss. I took the piss out of him for months for sticking a carrot up his ass, but I took him to fucking A and E, and he'd do the same for me. Not that I'm ever going to stick a carrot up my ass. <laughs> do you think that about the whole team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're way better than all of them. I think they're like... No, you think you're better than all of them. Oh! Oh! Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. I think they're not real friends. You're, it's great that he did that when you're 14, but you're not, you're not indebted to him. You're not. You've got no idea, do you? I mean, do you have any friends like I've got? I've, I've got loads of friends. When was the last time you and, um, you and Michelle, like, hung out? Like, what? I've got loads of friends. Like, it's just different with women. Right, well, it's different with men, but somehow my friendships aren't good enough. Oh my god. Oh. I'm really I didn't I didn't want any I didn't want to like say the wrong thing and I, I upset you like this. I'm really sorry that this has happened like this. I've been a massive dick on about the website thing and I will contact them and amend that ASAP. But now that we've said this... What? You want me to stop hanging out with all of my best mates? What are you asking? What? No, I don't. I want... I want you to help me see why they're important to you. Okay? I want us to... I'm... I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, and I think we should go on a night out, and I'll, I'll, I'll put, put your glasses on and it'll walk around in your shoes. Not, not literally, obviously. I mean, I will see things from your perspective. I don't, I have no idea that, I'm, God, I have no idea and I'm sorry. Let's. Let's have a night out. Tell you what. Yeah. Let's have a night out. Yeah. Yeah. You can wear a butt plug. What? <laughs> 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 yeah. You want to know what it's like? You wear a butt plug. I'll wear a butt plug. Cool. Okay. And we'll challenge anyone there. Oh my god! We'll, we'll just be honest. Yeah. We'll just tell them. Yeah. Oh my god! You want to know what it's like? 
You want to know why the rugby lads are, are why we're friends? You want to know what masculine friendship is like? That's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 it's stupid, it's, it's, it's challenges and it's, it's... A banter, it, It's right? banter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, which one? Oh my god, I'm not kidding. <laughs> 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 so I was, I, I fucked up, didn't I? Like, I didn't know he felt like that about this guy. <sighs> so I picked a butt plug. <laughs> Alex, Alex went a bit bigger and I was very proud of him. <laughs> and we went to the pub and Martin, I mean, he's a he's a big fucking guy. And we and he was just like, Where is the funny girl? Like this. And I did what Alex said and I was like, yeah, what a what an idiot when it comes to internet security, eh? I need a lesson or two in that, Martin. <laughs> And he carried on, and I was like, okay, and this is the banter that he's talking about. And we carried on, and we carried on, and he carried on, and it was not fun. And then, he followed me into the toilet. What happened? What happened? Hey, you know, I, I'm, you know what, you, you, I didn't expect you to go through with it, I thought, you know, I thought, like, fucking hell, you gave it a, like, no one could fault you for that, like, fair enough, you know, well done. You're right, you're right. He was a massive dick about it. I'm, I am going to have a word with him, because, like, it's not. But, like, you just stopped, like, did he say something to you? Sorry, I had no idea he'd do anything. This has been a game all along, hasn't it? Babe, I... Just a game, not for you. I don't mean that. I mean for me. But it never is just a 
game when you are 10,000 times weaker. He didn't do anything, he didn't hurt me, but he could have and he knew it. And it could have been. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have made you do that, I'm sorry, I... You didn't make me do it, you didn't. I really, really don't want you to choose him. No. No, of course not. Here for you, okay. here for you, okay. yeah? So I, I told everyone on the group chat, I was like, Martin took it too far and I'm not going to play rugby with him again. So either he's out or I'm out. And everyone... Pretty much everyone stepped up, you know, and was like, yeah, no, all right, fuck off, Martin. And I, I didn't want to go and, like, I didn't want to go and, like, beat the shit out of anything. I just didn't want to see him again. I didn't want to say a fucking thing to him. I didn't want that man in my life. I just never thought he'd take it that far, you know. I thought we all kind of knew. I thought we all kind of knew where the line was, and like, yeah, you can dick around, and yeah, whatever, like, you can take the piss out of me, but like, at a certain point, that's, that's just too far. And I feel so, so, so fucking stupid for not seeing that. You know, for not seeing what kind of person he was. And, I mean, the, the, the one, like, silver lining, you know, the, the, the blessing in this is that me and Rachel, like, you know, it's just made everything stronger between us. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks very much for joining us on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very kind of you to have me. Um, well, you are a fantastic improviser. We oh. love working with you. We love having you um, on the... Uh, in our lives. In our lives, we yeah. We just love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, um, you teched this show, so we thought we'd get you on to uh, get your thoughts about it. Uh, yes, yeah, I was, I was there. 
You, you were there. there. I can you tell you all control. about it. <laughs> we extended past technician to crowd control. <laughs> yes, uh, so bless. There were four people who came in late, uh, two of whom I met at the top of the stairs and briefly explained the suggestion to them, which, uh, as, as the <laughs> listening audience might find out, was an interesting conversation to have yeah. with two people. Sight like whispered conversation at the top of a stairwell. And they didn't in a, turn in a, in a heavy metal pub. <laughs> yeah, heavy metal pub, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Hugh... When did you know how the show would end? When, uh, right, okay, so we're jumping straight in with the questions. Uh, <laughs> so when did I know how the show would end? Um, honestly, I've been looking at... Uh, can we peek behind the, the kimono for a second just to say that we've listened to the audio yeah. Of, yeah. The, of the show just before this? And I was taking diligent notes throughout and I could not find a time when I was like... Oh, did you that's, take notes? That's when. Oh, yeah, of course I, I took I notes. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 I could not find a point where I was like, ah, right, I can see, I can see how this is going to wrap up. Um, even to the point where we're in the final scene, uh, sorry, the final soliloquy, um, I did not know how Alex's character was going to behave about what had just happened. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, how to put this? It's because so to dig into Alex's character as a whole, which I feel like is for me, I think the most uh, one of the most interesting parts of the themes of the show. Alex's character throughout is sort of bouncing back and forth between, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a man and I'm, I live in manly culture and want to be as much of a man as possible. Um, and Alex, the improviser, is doing a really good, great job of being like, I'm here, I'm in a relationship, and I'm, you know, I'm being in this relationship that we see the whole way through the show, but also um, bouncing back, you know, introducing par- parts as an improviser, just popping things in, reminding the audience that no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just the relationship, Alex. I am yeah. the lad, Alex, who exists outside of the relationship. I thought you did such a good job of so good. That sewn in oh thank you yeah you weren't distracted by all the butt plugs you kept that (laughs) focus on the original get which was the relationship with the guys Mm. and and like as an improviser it didn't take a lot like i I can pick maybe three or four lines where you just said hey remember this and you know improviser wise that's what you're saying you're saying hey guys everyone remember this and and you bring it up just like that and sometimes that's all you need to say and it, it, you come away from it the scene goes on where it was but that allows you to make good on it later and sometimes it's something you say and it changes the conversation you're having right then in the relationship um, and it becomes a different conversation so um, so yeah as I said the whole way through we're watching Alex's character go back and forth between is he going to be the relationship Alex we see or is he going to be the lad Alex we see and in, until the final soliloquy you don't know which way it's going to go so I, I couldn't I can't, I can't give you an answer <laughs> the first question <laughs> failed <laughs> well sometimes we ask ourselves this question and we just go oh scene one they were doomed yeah um, and I think because I think it's partly because this, this show is so because it's such a sexual suggestion 
we have so much fun playing with that. The tone of a lot of the scenes, like even when we have the serious moments, is pulled back towards comedy because the people in the room are so up for and so responsive to jokes about bum sex. <laughs> oh my god, so responsive in general. They yeah. were yeah. What a really room. up for what it. Awesome it's room. fabulous room. Um, and like, not a, a, like I would have said, if if you'd shown me that crowd for your show, I would have been like, this is going to be hard work, because um, you know we had you know some relatively drunk, relatively some some, some lads at the back, some and some very vocal women up front, and yeah. it was and and you know if you'd showed me like a rip roaring short form show, I would have been like, great, let's let's go, this you're going to hold onto your hats. But actually, it worked exactly the same way for your show, which is you built on that energy and you took it with you and to alex's point where you sort of said um oh god what did you say just then i was um you uh god oh, no you can't ah oh, no <laughs> alex you've done it um so you have you have this energy in the room about being a sexual is... suggestion <sighs> this is not how you do podcasts folks don't forget <laughs> you this so this is why i write notes <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, while, while you think about that, I have a yeah. I have another kind of observation. You said, um, you know, that we were kind of the show's almost the the battle for what kind of Alex is this going to be? Yeah. Is he going to be the? Is he going to stay the the rugby lad, or is he going to be the relationship Alex? Yes. Um And I think that that the suggestion, you know, it, it has these two elements of it. It has this very sexual thing where it's like. I wear a butt plug every time I'm around my my partner's friends mm. <laughs> because they're so annoying. And the bit that you latch onto as an audience is that like she's wearing a butt plug yeah. this whole time. That's that's very extreme behaviour. But the thing that's dramatically like interesting is like she's driven to that by how much she dislikes the friends. And so Rachel's game and the kind of main game of the show, if we talk about game and improv, is Butt plugs, butt plugs, how can I make this more about butt plugs? Um, <laughs> and all I have to do then is play this little game of like, and yeah, my friends. Like, it's, it's, it's actively intruding onto the butt plug fun to bring up my <laughs> friends every time, which reflects the relationship. Yes. It's just injecting like, oh yeah, and my friends, remember that thing that you don't like? Yeah. Um, you know, it's an invitation as a performer to be like, yeah, okay, keep doing that thing that's going to aggravate. And I feel yeah. very strongly that we have to honour the suggestion, and the suggestion was I hate my partner's friends mm. so much. Mm. And we were having a lot of butt plug fun in that <laughs> show, but if it's just a show where we laugh about butt plugs and people being yeah. a bit awkward about talking about sex and relationships then that's not honoring the suggestion because she was having a really extreme reaction to a group of people and mm. so i really wanted to honor that and make them bad enough to justify her behavior mm. because otherwise yeah. it's not really a show it's not really worth the time yeah and can I, can I ask you, Rachel, about that? Because yeah. I, from where I was sat, it, um, you were, you, you're right. It's extreme behavior and the suggestion is about how much you, you hate them. But you came at the show, with, both of you came at the first scene, in fact, the opening few scenes, with so much joy about the relationship you're in, how much fun you're having. And you're like, ah, his, yeah, his, I don't like his friends. 
and you start there and you bring the you bring the audience along with you on the we get all the way to no i can't stand them how do you know how to pace it along just just pull them in bit by bit is like is that something you guys really focus on is it just something some feel you've got after a long time yeah is that is such a good question um i think something that's happening here is we're looking back on it as a finished product and saying how did you pace that but it <laughs> wasn't a finished product because it no. was improvised and so had the pacing earlier on or later on been different then we'd be saying well how did you pace that so there isn't a right answer i mean i know mm. you know that but i think it was worth saying like had i gone harder about how much i hated them earlier then it would have just been a different show yeah okay. and also me, had me... i gone harder earlier about how much i hated them i think we would have had time to do a plot whereby i came round to them for some reason whereas we were just on a linear trajectory of dislike 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 hatred whereas had i gone to hatred earlier then i think we could have done more mm. on that trajectory Okay, well, in that case, let me, let me flip the question around again and say the joy that you guys both started the show with, like, you were, you were sort of like, this this is great, the relationship is great, butt plugs are great, um, and, uh, <laughs> and you started there, is that, like, I know that's something, so again dear listener uh alex uh alex rachel and i do a show together where we consciously start with a lot of joy um is that something that is rubbed off on this show or yeah. is that something you also consciously do in this show oh no we yeah we absolutely deliberately do that yeah because it's a comedy the black comedy mm. and both parts of that expression are important um but mm. the comedy comes first um, yeah and that's and and we we that, that is, it's not necessarily that we're trying to trick the audience. We're, we're l- <laughs> lulling, them, lulling them into a, set, a false sense of security so that the dramatic kind of punch is all the harder. Yeah. Um, but we're also doing a show about... It's a show about secrecy. It's a show about lying. And I think part of the appeal of that is this... Um, is this voyeuristic kind of we're in on the secret, we know about this. And when you have a room full of people who are cheering for the prospect of, ah, there's butt plugs involved and she's got butt plugs <laughs> You know, that's the audience saying, we want to see that. We want to hear loads about that. Yeah. And we, you know... We feed the beast. Yeah, we'd be... Beast we'd pairs, be, you give it we'd more. We'd be stupid not to, not to yeah. take that wonderful energy that they're giving to us. And another thing that we work really consciously on is stakes. And we've said this before on the podcast. There has to be a reason for them to stay together. Otherwise, just end it and we're done. And there has to be a reason for them to leave. Otherwise, there's no drama and why are we creating a show about these people. So... Mm for there to be a reason for them to stay there has to be joy yeah i mean you can create more cynical reasons for them to stay but that's even blacker not (laughs) well it happens occasionally doesn't it um but a compliment we received years ago when we were still touring between us was oh it was so nice to see a couple finding each other funny and that really stuck in my mind like if you that's one of the best things about being in a relationship is how you find each other funny. Yeah, yeah. It's so personal and so intimate. Mm. And it's so rarely written into characters. 
You know, if you watch yeah. EastEnders, they don't enjoy each other. No. I don't watch EastEnders, but I did used to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've written that in since. And that's one of the things that I think improv is uniquely suited to because you find that it's the kind of humour that is found in the moment. Yes. That mm. makes being in a relationship so wonderful. Yes, exactly. It's those little back and forths that just emerge from your life together. And if you repeated them back to somebody, they'd be like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, it's our job to, to create things that are funny enough that they, they do stand up on their own merit. Yeah. Um, you know, as comedians. As comedians. As comedians. So this really sprang out to me, actually, that, that particular sort of relationship funny, because it's a, re- it's a relaxed environment that you invite us into in scene two when you go from straight out of the gate like Rachel's tugging at her trousers <laughs> have you been oh have you been oh you've been squirming all night like that's sort of like great like excellent audiences on board and then scene two you're like I've the note I've written is this is deliberately slower you're teasing the audience out but you've earned it which is always the word that I use which is you've you've gone into this and you're like great they're on board now we're just going to have a you know an, an every day we're, ha- we're sitting down for dinner making bolognese and there are those funny moments of adorable little you know nudges and and that got you know this great little sort of constant current of burbles of laughter because the audience is there and they're starting to like you which you know mm. then allows you to abuse that trust and give them real gut punches later in the show congratulations guys <laughs> <laughs> So, so that leads quite neatly into the next question, which is, when did you know who the characters were? <sighs> Wait a sec. Right. Alec, did you know how it was going to end? Did I know how it was going to end? Um, I, I suspected that there would be... Um, I suspected that there would be... I, I, knew that, I knew that I was going to bust you. I felt that pretty strongly early on. Um, and... Um, I, I didn't necessarily know what the outcome of that was, but I think from the tone of the show, I felt like their relationship was going to make it. I felt really unwilling to but break this couple up. I mm. liked them a lot. I liked being in their skin. I liked being with them. Mm. I did not not want to break it up. I really wanted to win. That was my driving force as an improviser, <laughs> was for this relationship to win. And I think you can tell that in the way that in the penultimate scene, I respond to him telling me, you've got no friends, you think you're better than my friends. There are some versions of that show where I lose my shit. Yeah. And actually, I had quite an adult response. Um, You know, I'm sorry this conversation has gone this way. I didn't mean it to. How are we going to resolve it from here? Mm. Whereas Mm. if I was like... That's me, the improviser, going, I don't want this to fail, so I'm going to respond like an adult. Because it's, it's a mean line. Yeah. yeah it, and it's a, and another, like, one of my favourite moments of the show, actually, when, A, like, like the crowd lost their mind. Because <laughs> <I, laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they didn't know what to do with themselves. You presented them with this this sudden dichotomy. Anyways, but so wonderful, and the audience loved it. But my, my favourite bit was the bit just after that where Rachel goes, I've got loads of friends. And it's you're just so good at finding the absolute polar opposite of which whatever's happening in the moment and turning your character into you know you yin and yang it each time Mm. because 
Alex Alex has done this thing, which is a very strong like move, and uh, improv wise, you, you you turn it into a circle so that it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. I love that. Oh, yeah. That's really cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I think in that moment, you know, we it's very easy for that to become a moment of conflict, and it's nice yeah. that that turned into something else you know to be able Mm. to avert conflict and and have characters that are willing to lose and and take the low status position yeah and god knows we play enough characters who are willing for the conflict yeah yeah wonderful chef's kiss uh so when did you know who the characters were um so i feel like you i had a pretty good bead of rachel well, so I was thinking the whole way through us because you know I had these questions beforehand, and I was thinking, you know, who's who's Rachel, who's Alex, and, you know, oh, is that is that the moment when we see who they are? Because you know, having seen some of your shows, some a few of your shows before, <laughs> um, there are there are some shows where a character shows their true self in a moment. It really becomes apparent they they they've been, and you know, you, you've been alluding to it, but then there's a moment where they become who they are. And sometimes you're rooting for that, and sometimes it's a horrible surprise. Um, but in this show, I was—I guess I was preemptively looking for that. And actually, I realised that actually you were pretty much who you were the entire time. <laughs> I couldn't really pick out a moment. You guys, you know, Alex was from the get-go. You know, he was there. He was present in the relationship, but he was always trying, and he enjoyed his friends, and he didn't think that that was much of an issue. And every now and then, his manliness would be challenged in these ways he wasn't expecting. But he, you know, sort of, we uh, make it work, and that was the constant sort of throughout. And same with Rachel; like, she hated his friends, but she liked Alex. And she, and you know what? I'm going to say it. She liked butt plugs. <laughs> she does. It 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 wasn't Not about like. <laughs> well, but uh, but no, but you. So the the suggestion itself was like, I, you know, I hate. I hate his friends so much that I'm driven to this. But actually, you like this like this was a fun thing you did it was a hobby you had like you had opinions yeah yeah, exactly and and and, you know the whole way through you were like yeah no this is a this is a thing that i like and like i'm portraying it in this particular set of circumstances but i like this and so like again like at no point did i particularly feel like oh this i've suddenly learned a thing about them that i didn't know before uh, in most instances, I felt that I saw that thing that I already knew about them crystallize in a certain circumstance, mm. uh, but never did I never did they change. So actually, I feel like I knew you guys pretty well from about scene one. I mean, the gift really in the suggestion. Mm. There's so much in the suggestion mm. to yeah. pick up and run with. Yeah, I knew I had to have friends who Rachel would find obnoxious. That was easy to to play up. I loved how you how you kind of pinned us as a rugby team. I was like, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly where my mind is. Um, I think for me, the thing that really locked in like how I wanted to to play the character um, when you when you said you know because the the first scene, my my goal is just to feed you stuff for the to to play the irony to the audience, um, and I was feeding you. My friends are dickheads. Um, and then in the second scene, you were like, so do you want to go to the theatre? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, so this is a guy who has a bunch of rugby friends, doesn't want to go to the theatre. But what really locked it in for me was, um, and, and it, it kind of, po- 
it was it was the response to hey do you want to open up our relationship feeling that sense of like relief in him and and the way that he managed to express that was Imagine if the dentist said you need a checkup, and instead said you were going to Walter Towers. And yes, this is exactly this. This guy's like frame of reference for bad thing is you got an email from the dentist. <laughs> Good thing, Alton Towers. Yeah, and that's how articulate he is as well. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. Feelings. Yeah, and absolutely. How he expresses himself. Yeah. Yes. Great point. Yeah, very, very good. Um, whereas conversely, I think the point where I was like, oh, this is the kind of character Rachel is, was when she was like, I've actually got a spreadsheet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't find that very significant, actually. The two things that alerted me to who Rachel was, was, I really like rugby. I don't like rugby. <laughs> Everybody, that's acting. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, she was an estate agent. Again, people, not very keen on estate agents either. Mm. Um, those are two things quite a long it sounds so um, petty doesn't it like a sport and a, a job we've, we've all heard of pretty unremarkable job but those are two things that are so are very far outside the real me and so they just give me that specificity to run mm. with yeah um, the yeah your, your rugby line um, you know I love rugby um, I love how violent it is. Yes. Like that planted a seed that, yeah. like, okay, that violence is going to be a thread throughout That's the, the show, real I think. That's the theme, isn't it? Sex yeah. is violence, rugby is violence. When mm. is violence violence? Yeah. When is rugby sex? <laughs> when <laughs> is rugby sex? When you stick a carrot up your friend's bum. <laughs> no, he put it up there himself. He put it up there himself, yeah. Um... Yeah, what for you, Hugh? What were the turning points in the show? What were the moments where it was like, oh, this um, this unlocks something. This this takes it in a new direction. Well, let me refer to my notes where I've put turning point after each turning point. Uh, so uh, chronologically, um, the the first obvious turning point was, and I'm going to be a shocker to no one. Uh, should we get more adventurous in the bedroom? <laughs> so. You guys, so it goes from um, secret to uh, we're we're now on we're on the journey. We're on the road to whether or not the secret's going to become found out. Um, And in improv terms, that's playing doing two jobs. On the one hand, it's yes, and we've been given butt plugs. Let's see what more we can do with that. Yes, and it's also a practical thing of bringing the. Uh, thing we've been given from the audience into the relationship in a way that can be staged because we can't stage us going to the pub with me with the butt plug because we don't stage scenes don't don't have the budget (laughs) don't have the the budget don't have the extras can't get the cast yeah yeah and we and i don't think we want to stage a scene of you inserting a butt plug either oh that's the line So yeah, <laughs> that was yeah that was that was the moment where we we, we began on the journey, um, and had and it, so this was the point I wanted to make earlier. Alex um, was I've got relatable, uh, relatably awkward and funny, 
Um, so it's this point where you're still in this sort of normal state, you know, making eating spaghetti bolognese and having a chat, and um, all of the comedy comes from emotionally honest bits. So this this starts here of like, you know, I need to be emotionally honest with you. I want to do. I want to put things up my bum. And that's silly and funny, but also it's a little. It's you're exposing yourself a little bit. You're opening yeah. yourself up to uh, to reveal a weak part of yourself. And the biggest laughs in this show came from places where um, that that was happening. Uh, a character was being emotionally honest um, in a way that was so funny to the point where, you know, if like you write it down, it doesn't make any sense. The other examples I have of this are things like, um, um, oh God, I've got, uh, the threatening undertone. I've got, sorry, the notes are a bit drab. Um, the love honey website, transitioning out of the soliloquy saying you, you wrote reviews on the love honey website with your own name and our postcode. And that's a big comedy line. It's a big comedy line of like, that's like, it's a stupid contrivance to, to escape. But Alex is honestly furious because you would be. He's been humiliated. And all of the, there's another couple, there's one from Rachel as well, where you, you say something, it's so, like, if there were, if no one were laughing, everyone would be like, oh my God, oh my God. But the fact that you're in this room creates, and that you're capitalising on this, you know, this this comedy that comes from this very grounded place, um, yeah, that's that, that's a really strong way point of the show, and that that first turning point I think is the first one. What I love about improv is that you get two shows in one. So, in the show, it's very funny that Rachel has put her actual name on the Love Honey website. But in the audience, you get the double funny of Alex has just pimped me to be the kind of idiot who puts her name on the love funny website. (laughs) As we were listening back to it just then, I was like, you did that to me. Thanks a bunch. You put me in that place. (laughs) And you handled it so beautifully. Oh, God, they do it like that. Oh, I've never, I've never, I've never looked back on it. Because why would I read it? I wrote, I wrote it. it. <laughs> and you wrote reams. The reams. Yeah. yeah, so you get two shows. You get the plot and you get the yeah. actors yeah. creating the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fucking, God, what was it there? What, what was I supposed to think? It's got knots in it. <laughs> knots, yellow pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. That was yeah. beautiful. Another, another example. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a turning point for me go was for it. fessing up to the butt plugs relatively early in the show. Mm. Considering that was the secret, normally we'd save that for 10 yeah. to the hour, wouldn't we? Like yeah. Me? Yeah, um, I, 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 was, I was pleasantly surprised by that. To, oh, interesting. To have that kind of pop up. Be like, oh, actually, let's let's spice up the relationship. I was like, yes, brilliant. I like butt stuff. I own all these butt plugs because it it kept all of the focus for the audience on that thing. But at the same time, that that all kind of by making that revealed, you were making more and more of the weight of secrecy yes. on the dislike of the friendship. Yes, and in fact, he never found out that she was using the butt plugs because she hated the friends. No. 
In the yes. end, it was a threat that Alex made. He said, you know what? You can wear a butt plug when we go out tonight. As, <laughs> as, as if, because uh, he'd I? never known the whole time. Yeah, and you were like, oh, no. <laughs> um, but it wasn't yeah. threatening. It was a, and I'll do it too. And it's like yeah. it's a yeah. new level. Yes, yeah, so that was a big, like, from a technical point of view, that was a big turning point for so me to be, decide mean, to fess up. Do you mean in soliloquy one to literally come out after the first scene and say, so, are we butt plugs? We're talking about it. No, or... in the scene in which character Rachel said to Alex, by the right. way, three bo- shoe boxes full of butt plugs. Mm. Okay, right. So that's interesting because, yeah, I was about to say it seems very, um, you know, for, for me as an audience member um it didn't seem particularly like a, a shock um it seemed like the next logical thing um, no that's definitely interesting a, for you as improvisers that was a point. surprise mm. yeah. yeah that's a performer turning point because when you're the liar or the person keeping a secret you're sort of rationing it out trying to decide mm. how whether the, to play somebody who continues lying and escalates their lie and tells more lies and more often than not, that is what happens. But they were so nice and lovely that, yeah, yeah. it felt right to... And there are, there are, there are some lies where, um, like, the show, like, all of the action, all of the plot points of the show have to be defined by that lie because it's the growth of the deception. Yeah. You know, it's something that's continuously put, applying pressure to that character and to their situation that requires more and more covering up. And so that show becomes very much about the lie. But in a show like this, where it's something that that can like tickle along in the background, you know, it gives you the opportunity to ease off the pedal a little bit um, and go like, and and we're having fun with this thing. And then when you feel that kind of there's that acceleration towards the end of like, whoa, this thing that we that we all knew was the case and yeah. we all knew was the reason this was happening. Um but yeah, we only really kind of feel it when it kicks back into gear to mm. yeah. complete my little car metaphor. Beautiful car metaphor. <laughs> tell Alex, you do you have... Oh, go on. Well, Alex hasn't told us a turning point yeah. yet. Uh, that's true. Um, for me, um, I was... When, when Rachel was like, what do you want to do? I was like, what does Alex want to do? Mm. Um, and I said spanking, I think because of the suggestion of violence. Yeah. I think it was like what what is something that just loops back into that expression of and and you'd you'd said before like you know you're much bigger and stronger than me. You know, I love these guys, they're big and aggressive. Um and so I was like how do we play how can I play into that? Um great great choice. And it was it was a turning point because it because it's because because it we we had the discussion about Rachel's character's sexual sexual interest. You know, she wanted to do anal sex. She wanted to because she loved butt plugs, and she was really really up for this thing. She was really excited about having anal sex. And then I got to present something that was like, well, what if this is something that you don't want to do? Yes. What if this is something that you're then willing to try for me? But actually, this is, you know, that's a completely different scenario. It's a completely different dynamic. And it was an opportunity to be like, so, so how does that, how's that going to play out? Yeah. And I didn't know really where that was going to go. And, 
I was I was I was waiting for you to say oh like I didn't even want to do this I just just I, you know I felt like I had to say something because um that's I like as in when I was in my own improviser head it, it seemed like you know oh how do you feel about spanking might have been just something oh you thought of something and actually because the whole show is about bar plugs you just uh, you could have quite easily in improviser terms shirked that yeah that wimp, thing. wimped out you, of it you could have wimped out stepped away from it and at every it's in my notes at every point you you kept stepping into it and and which would have and you know it, it was a whole tent pole, I think, in its own right of just one part of this of this world that you created because you you committed to it and you never like really kicked it off. Um, but I like there are a number of points where because I'm not thinking the way way you guys are thinking, I would have been like, oh, just give it up, just step back, just leave it, just do the rest of the show. But no, was, I really enjoyed that. No, that I remember at the time that being really important to me to pursue this theme and this question of sex and violence and uh, pretend and real. So the butt plugs are fun, ha, 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 but what are the... What if the fun stops? What is that like? Mm. And, yeah, it was really important to me to do justice to this exploration of sex and violence, and especially as a woman, this huge disadvantage that we have in terms of physical strength and how that limits the fun so significantly yeah and and i think the the lesson that alex the character had to learn there was that you can only have that that kind of that kind of masculine banter that sort of you know constant teasing and joshing and joking and Mm. tricking each other and getting one over on each other that's that can only be fun when there is like a a parity of of power yes yeah absolutely Mm. and and that was the it's that's echoing that sense of like you know when you are in control and actually you are in control and it is about control and power and when you actually have that it's not fun to play it yeah exactly that yeah yeah so it probably was tempting to just do a hilarious show about butt plugs but it's a black comedy people Mm. (laughs) and i want to want to honor that so whose side were you on hugh I don't know. I'm such a bad interviewee. You've asked me three questions and I've flaked out on all of them. Whose side was I on? Well, um, to be clear, I don't think there are many people who would say that he should choose a friend who treats a woman like that. No. So, yeah, that that is true. I think the you, you can't not pick a side apart from Rachel's, but is that... Is that really Rachel's side? Like in this particular thing, I think the points of view are relationship versus yes. uh, land friendship, for lack of a better set of words. Um, Alex is holding on to this f- set of friendships because you know he like evidently does value them, um, but perhaps forgives the amount to which they uh, are damaging to him and the rest of the people in his life. And so you're always voting, uh, at least I was always voting, um, for Alex um, to win by choosing Rachel. So that's that's where I was. That's a nice way of putting it. How about you, Alex? Yeah, um, so I am 
slightly more open to putting things in my bum than character Alex. Um, <laughs> uh, but I <laughs> have a lot of respect for his willingness to go along with things. Um, you know, and that sprang out of quite early on when it was like, should we go to the theatre? He didn't want to go to the theatre. He had no theatre-going interest, but he was like, you want to take me to the theatre? Great. You'll have to explain to me why this is a good idea, but I'll go along with it if you say it's good, and I'll do my best to enjoy it. That um, was another turning point, in fact, from an improviser point of view, because if you'd gone, no, I don't want to because it's shit, then I could have had a problem with that, but you yeah. were just very nice and going along with it ish which meant that I just had to be like, okay, great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and at the same time... <laughs> uh, obviously in terms of power dynamics and sexual politics in the conflict between well in, in the in the in the incident between Rachel and Martin Martin um you know Martin he's your best friend yeah he's my best friend uh not anymore pulled you out of a frozen lake <laughs> yeah um, obviously I'm on Rachel's side in, in that regard. Um, but there's also, I, I think it's, it's it, it, in, inherent in the lie is a very extreme, in, in the, in the prompt that we got is a very extreme behavior of, I hate my, I hate my partner's friends so much. And, and the natural follow-up to that would be, that I spoke to my that I yeah. spoke to my partner about it, and that I or, or that I you know just don't speak to them and I just avoid them. Yeah. But instead, it's I, you know, do a a private sex act in public. Yeah. I'm 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 doing a sexual thing in public, um, and, and thereby getting one over on the partner. Yeah, like he's the he's the the. The, the deceived. The deceived there. He's the he's the schmuck who she's she's enjoying being like, Oh yeah, well you make me hang out with your friends, but what you don't know is I'm having a load of sexual pleasure without you. Mm. Um you know, and in terms of control she she was finding a way to take control back of their relationship. You yeah. know, she introduced do you want to do a sexual thing? She said, "Well, look, why don't we try you putting it in my in my bum because that's something I want to do. What do you want to do?" And she buys and presents him with an array of toys, which is turning it from a he wanted to put her over his lap and spank her with his hand, and she went, "Let's make this about toys. I'm going to buy some things. I'm going to get some things, and here are some things." And then he used one of the things, and she went, "No, no, 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 no. You can't do that." What if I put something in your butt? <laughs> um, oh, golly. That's rewriting the whole show. Mm. <laughs> um, so, I... This... I've got, I've, I've got a... Uh, so, sort of, there was an obvious... For me, there was an obvious moment where it became sides, right? Mm. So that, And it's sort of a turning point as well, mm. where, um, yeah, Ma- Martin, um, you know, stops Rachel leaving the ladies, and immediately the, the whole show turns... And immediately you have to pick a side. Um, now, how I'm interested in how you guys felt, because that then led to, that was Soliloquy 5, and then you had Scene 6 in the final Soliloquy. 
Um, how I love did you when guys? Other people count how many scenes we do because we never have any idea. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> people say to us, and in scene four, do you always try to? And I'm like, are there four scenes? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember you, uh, you know, again pulling back the kimono a little bit. Uh, Rachel, you said after the show that this was a um, that 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 fifth turning point. You could have gone either way. It could have either been the end of the show or there could have been another scene. Yeah. Um, it's been a you know it's been a week now. Uh, do you do you feel differently about that? Do you think that is would you have gone back and ended the show sooner as an improviser, or do you think that 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 was and like not to make like there's no right call to have made, but do you th- like how do you feel about it listening back to it? If we'd ended the show with us both going to the pub in our butt plugs, having a good time, me getting on better with the friends, wearing his glasses, walking in his shoes and everything being fine, everybody would have left the pub and gone, hey, fun, silly show. Mm. Um, So that's legitimate. Uh, But no, like I said, I really felt strongly that I owed it to sex to give it its full story. Mm. And... Is so does that come from a place because your show is unique, uh, at least in the shows that I managed to find, in that this is this is kind of a uh, I was about to say an MO, <laughs> like your murderers, but no, like a um, I guess an artistic intention is another way of putting that. <laughs> What's an MO if not an artistic intention? Um, but you you know, you're you're aiming for this particular feeling that you're looking to give an audience. Um. Yeah, and so, so like, do you do you feel the pull of that towards the end of the show, or is it always there in your headlights? Um, I think it's 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 always there. At earlier points in the show, we're um we're chucking up scaffolding. We we know we're playing with the we're playing with a lie. We're playing with the the irony. We're building a relationship, but it's always with that kind of knowledge that at the end it's going to be about. What what does it mean to lie to somebody? What does it mean to to lie to somebody? And what happens when you are confronted with the truth? Mm. Um, and we we ask the question of the audience, like, why do we lie to the people that we love? And one of the answers to that is that the truth is painful, and the truth is sometimes very hard to stomach. And in this instance, the truth was, well, your friends are bad people, and well, fuck you, you don't have any friends. Um, and that, that, you know, that was a, a, we got a very strong reaction from the audience to that. Mm. I don't think you get the comedy without the truth. Mm. Which, yeah, it's been the thing the whole way through. It's been saying that the the funniest bits have come from the moments of most, most truth of the character. Yeah. Yeah. And when, um, people... (coughs) talk about think about improv shows there's a bit of an impression of it's improvised so anything could happen and sometimes we market improv as this very freeing anything could happen thing but the reality when you're creating a show which you're touring commercially and selling tickets for is that you have to have a brand and Mm. the reality when you're working with other people is that you have to agree the parameters of the show and what you are and are not hoping to achieve and explore 
in your show. Mm. So we talk about that all the time, don't we? Like, yeah. where what kind of show do we want to create? What do we want it to look like? And then that translates into the branding. And and what are we interested? What yeah. are we interested in as as people? What kind of art do we want to see? Yeah. Um, and also, I've, I've, sorry, in, just in, to add a yeah, question ahead. on to the end of that, which is the I think the the best most of us can hope for in that respect is to try and like land a narrative that all ties up neatly. That's that's sort of you know in, na- in the narrative improv world, that's what we're trying to do is trying to tell the story and sort of complete it in a way that's satisfying. The fact that you guys have this whole extra level on top of that that you want to you want to twist it um is what makes it so uh special and impressive as a show worth saying oh thank Thanks, you man. yeah um yeah and i think we we talk about improv as you know anything can happen and well that's the sort of the sort of tyranny of the blank page isn't it yes but you come to any kind of creative work with some expectations and some kind of you know some kind of framework of the kind of thing you want you want to create and the moment you set pen to paper the moment you step on stage you've already started creating things that you then have to honor going forward um, and we step on stage knowing that our show is going to be set in the real world that it's going to be about a couple that there's going to be deception involved um, and when it's when it's going well when we're in that feeling the sense is like the the circles kind of narrowing down, and at any point you go, you could you could see yourself going like, oh, it could go this way, or it could go that way, and you get a sense of oh, it's going this way, and the circle closes and closes and closes until you get to the end point. And it's like, well, now I'm just following following the the tunnel that's ahead of me, that's that's been created by all the choices that have come before that slowly point towards one kind of ending. In previous podcasts, we've had a scuba diving analogy. That, I think, may have been a better one. Oh, well. <laughs> to think we've topped our scuba diving analogy. <laughs> Hugh, thanks very much for coming on the show. Thanks so it's much been for taking an the show, absolute pleasure. sharing your thoughts. We thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate it. Uh, if people want yeah. to hear more of your voice or see some of your face, uh, where can they find you? <laughs> Well, what the Phantom of the Opera is that what you're insinuating? <laughs> um, yeah, well, you can. <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, as part of the wonderful Mates Improv uh, at Mates Improv on all the social media or matesimprov.com. It's dot com, right, Alex? Not dot co. Keep forgetting. <laughs> That's correct. Um, yes, we're performing at all the all the biggest festivals, uh, including the big one up north uh, in Scotland. Come and see us there. Um, other than that, uh, you might find me knocking around Cambridge. Uh, I'm uh, performing a show called Murder Most Unexpected with the Cambridge Improv Factory soon, which will be a whole barrel of laughs. Uh, other than that, uh, I guess you just have to track me down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. Thanks very much for listening. If you've got any secrets or lies that you want to confess, go to sexlizeimprov.com and submit them completely anonymously. They could inspire a future show. Bye.